0: of everything that comes against her, this woman releases your mercy, releases your grace, releases your favor, releases your goodness. Releases your power on behalf of those that do not know how to speak up for themselves, who do not know how to appropriate the blessings or the goodness of your word. And so we give you praise and we give you honor and we give you glory. And we thank you for redeeming the time, sending the uh, the assistance, angelic or otherwise, that is needed. And that we say that the blood of Jesus controls the airways and that the ears are anointed to hear and the hearts are anointed to receive and the eyes are anointed to see. We will hear from heaven this night in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So I'll say it again if I need to say it at another point, but we do say to everybody, welcome to really telling it like it is. It's Tuesday night here at More Than Enough Ministries, and I am Pastor Lenzie Lee, and this is Apostle Mayor Tommy, and we are in for, I guess you could say we're subbing. Well, I'm subbing because you're typically here with Apostle Dr. Baker, because um, I'm gonna quote her, the show continues on, the message continues on. And so what we're doing, we've already prayed, and we're going to continue in a discussion that pertains to kingdom business. You may notice that really things are different up here today, and that there are also two other people that were typically a part of it. but They moved on to another kingdom assignment. So we're going to have, I think, a really good time, as I was telling you, Apostle, Um, i had when i got the assignment from apostle baker and she says okay i want you to do this and want you to talk about business kingdom business and i thought well okay that's fun and then it's like the holy spirit tapped me on the shoulder because because i actually have a business degree so (laughs) i have a master's in business uh, administration and it's in what is that marketing and i i never wanted the degree because i didn't like doing uh, business as, as they wanted you to, you know, corporate America and things of that sort. So what I did that was very interesting, and I think it's kind of fun with what we're going to share tonight, is every assignment, you had to do the writing, you had to find risk analysis, you had to do all that stuff that's yes. pertaining to business. And I wrote everything about the church. So every paper I ever turned in, they said, well, it has to be a corporation. I said, well, the church, is called a corporate body. And so they said, yes, but it has to be this. I said, well, you actually have to use legal um, filings, like 501c3 or what have you. You you There's a lot of paperwork that has to be involved. They said, well, you have to deal with levels. I said, well, the church has a five-fold. And then within it, there is. And so for every argument they gave, it's like, finally, I said, listen, you don't get it. Business is not the rule. Kingdom is. And God's the one that set up all of the different levels of authority and corporate structure. Man got it from God. God did not get it from man. And so once we kind of did that, I said, when I got the MBA, I said it stands for Master's Business Anointing, and any other kind of thing it is. So Thank we're you. kind of excited about this. Um, we're going to interrupt each other as we go. I am so excited to get to spend time with you. I know. I'm really excited, I'm so excited today. Today you know, is going to be so what a So why don't you say your thing before I keep going?
1: <laughs> oh, well, uh, definitely I agree with uh, Lansine is that everything is from the Father. So this, as we go on with our conversation with business, to keep in mind is that, uh, you know, doing business with the kingdom of God is completely different of the world, even school, your culture, or what you see, and or what's trending, mm-hmm. too, because I know that everything is changing as uh, time goes. But at the end of the day, when we think about business, with the Father, you always wanna start with getting a vision first. And when you start getting a vision with God is that you wanna write it down plainly, but at least it's a vision from God. It's not something that you think is good or something that your friend think is good or what the society think is good. Because um, the kingdom of God is so huge and has so much role in our society and in our lives. Mm-hmm. And God uses each one of us, you know. And sometimes some people are called to open a business, start a business, or invent new things. And, you you know, when you want to be successful, you want the authentic vision that God has given you. And when you receive a vision, it comes in different, you know, ways. Prophetically, God shows people dreams. There's vision while you're up or right when you are going to bed or just waking up. And then sometimes also you can uh, just know the knowing and start sketching. Some people are perfectly gifted just mm-hmm. by listening to worship, they start painting things. And then there's some like um, that, just you give them a piece of paper and they start writing something they don't even know what they're writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and vision also can come in different, um, you know, like clues. And right. that you put together and then. A group of people come into this perfect vision that comes to uh, from God so never limit yourself that God comes in one way he comes in so
0: many different directions. so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about how do you actually start go from that start to the startup according to the Word of God and what is going to take place tonight is a lot of scriptures because the Holy Spirit what he did is he gave us a pattern he gave us the pattern the kingdom pattern according to his word Kingdom business, one of the things as the Apostle is saying, and I'm gonna come from the prophetic teaching uh, side of it, or pastoral teaching, whichever. So what we're hearing is the the apostolic, the prophetic, and the teaching anointings that are gonna flow through this. And that way the wisdom, it's not our wisdom, it's God's wisdom but it'll flow through those gifts, and then it also will touch on pastoral, which is corporate structure, and it will also touch on evangelistic, which is your outreach and the the region. So the five-fold is to be and will be represented or represented in what we talk about. So she said vision, and what we have is a a whole list of things and scribbling as we go. And so it all begins, as we said, with vision. And it says that's the picture or the idea that God shows us first scripture that you want to look at with this is Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. So those of you that are here in-house, go on ahead and use your Bible and open up and let's look at Jeremiah 29. And what we're going to do, I I have my paper one here in front of me, but for the sake of of time, though I do like the, the flipping of pages, I'm going to go ahead and just use this electronic one, okay? So Jeremiah chapter 29, and this is a very familiar piece of scripture. That most of us have heard it sometime or another, and it says, "I know, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you," says the Lord, and they are thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Now, when you start translating, or you go through your Hebrew, or you go through your concordance and things of that sort, you're going to find out that this word "thoughts," um, it's 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 really speaking. God knows the heart, and God knows the plans that he has for you. So now when you look at that scripture, and I think we talk about that one a lot, like it's don't worry, don't cry, God knows the plans that he has for you, it'll be all right. But how about God is giving you a business and God knows the plans that he has for the business. So anything that's pertaining to scripture, you can always, always take the word of God and find that it is applicable to any and every field. So now I want those of you, and show hands is great, Because I know there's many out there. So how many of you have ever said, I think God has given me a business idea or something of that sort? He's given me a vision, a dream of something. And that's everybody. That's actually everybody in the body, even if they don't realize it as of yet. But you've had a dream of something. You've had an idea. You've had a picture. So we're going to take that vision and we're going to place it into the word of God. Because that's where it's going to grow. It's going to grow in that place. You set it in the Word, and then the Word is going to germinate it, and it's going to bring it forward. Mm -hmm. And then that's good
1: that that you guys
0: are able to
1: um, use the Word of God and really uh, apply it with your lifestyle. And one of the things, too, that I love that the the scriptures talk about that it's not not for disaster. Mm -hmm. Because I know some people say, how do you know if it's from God? And, you know, of course, life is for God. Death is from the enemy. Because the enemy can affect how you see things. Your trauma can affect the way you see things. Sometimes God shows you a vision and then you might be afraid of it. But if he gives life to your situation, it's for you. And if it's something that you believe that you're, you don't fit or this is too big for me, that's definitely God because God is taking you from that situation to the kingly anointing because if it's God's vision it's gonna be big because he thinks of everyone global vision multi-generational vision things like that not like a company that can harm you know bunch of young kids or harm a certain uh, group of people or cause division you know, because it's not in the character of God, and that's when people are don't have this discernment. We're letting you know, write them down plainly, and look at it and plainly. Oh, this is evil, and this is God. And then, then once you take that good vision that you have, ask more questions. What am I looking at? How do you want me to see this picture? And then take it one step at a time. Don't get overwhelmed because when God gives us something, it's not us gonna be doing it. It's gonna be God doing it with you. So that's the beauty about doing the perfect will of God. So that's one of the things that a keynote for you to take note is that if this is gonna harm, especially if it's gonna harm you, your loved ones, and others, our children, our children. It's like no, this is not. And then you know, and you wanna write it down plainly. It has to be life. And why is that important? Because even if you start with the vision of God, and everything is about activation and life, Mm -hmm. and then somebody can take your business and add some stuff in there that is not of God. And you want to make sure to stay in that. Because I see so many beautiful businesses that start so good, so well for family. And then later, you know, like a couple years later, down the line, they begin to compromise. And they let things, you know, uh, you could say l- let things come in and cause such a you could say filth within their creation. You will see designers. You'll know like this is like depression. This is either sexist or this is very provocative. You know things that yeah, are it's not. Yeah, it's, yeah. Happens, yeah, yeah. And so it's it's really important for you to really focus on that. Just and take your time. Don't jump. You know and in in a hurry.
0: Yeah. Oh, this is from God. I'm gonna go ahead and. Yeah. Run and do it, Because yes. even when it's a sense of urgency, the urgency is for you to get in the place with him. The urgency is not to rush to market, okay? That's never it, because that means that, as she said, it's go- it can be stolen. It can very easily be stolen. Here we're looking again, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. So developing that picture, because one of the other words, he says, I know the design, or I know the invention. Those are some of the words, so it, it's applicable to whatever it is that you were doing your music, your I'm a writer, and so my um, story ideas, or my the book ideas, the way that they approach, God already knows what has been, what he has in that book that he has written about you and us, okay? That he said, this is what I want to bring forth through this person, your music, whatever, your, your, your architecture, your blueprints, whatever the design, it's divine intention. And that's what he's saying in this word. So. As you develop the picture that he shows you, how do you develop the picture? Yes, by sketching. Yes, by doing all the different things that we do. But there's another level to it. If you want the roots of your business to go down deep and you want the foundation of your business to be sound, then one of the things that you want to do to develop the picture is to pray into it. That means, oh, I've just got a great idea for a story. I've got a great idea for a production. I've got a great idea for a uh, clothing idea or, or uh, a, 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 a little thing of a job that's gonna go into a thing a bob and it's gonna make it a real big something, right? Or whatever it happens to be. That's the time to say, wow, here's what I've sketched out. Here's what I dreamt. Here's what I wrote down. Now, I'm going into incubation. I'm not gonna go running and telling mama and everybody else what I got. I'm gonna go back to the Holy Spirit all excited and tell them, I got the greatest idea from you. Let's, you know, now what do you want to say to me about it? Because you only got a vision, you didn't get the picture. You didn't get the plan yet. And this, what I believe, the, 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 the difference between, and would you say this, judge this please, the difference between a good Christian business and a kingdom business is that the, the kingdom business starts with doing business with the king. Before you go to the market, before you go to development, before you go to any of it, you go back to the king because it's a gift, a trade, something he's saying, I want to uh, advance you, expand you. I want to help people. His, if she, the apostle already said it. I want to help others. So I'm not giving you an idea for this or that or the other uh, that's going to bring destruction, that's going to turn people's hearts away from me. I want to give you something. I want to work something through you, in you. And I want to develop something in you that you don't have yet. The vision, not only of the business, but the vision of you being able to maintain, of you being able to be rooted in it, of you being able to walk in this and and, and command it the way that the Spirit of the Lord wants. Is that making sense to you? It's not just you. I guess what I'm saying is he wants it to come from the inside of you. Not just be something that's associated with you on outside. That's true. And then
1: also, when you press in with God, you know, you go through this purification and sanctification because He wants His purity, righteousness, and holiness to be seen with your project. Yes. And sometimes you think, you know, oh, that's it. I'm ready. When it's actually only a piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. It's only the beginning. And then He's inviting Mm you unpack it and definitely spend more time in prayers before you even start asking running around for advice Mm -hmm. because everybody's gonna put their input to it Mm -hmm. you want just the kingdom business meaning everything from the king that's it you have God the Father gave us his son so that we can follow him we can serve him and that's it and then you have the helper The Holy Spirit is there. So if you imagine me trying to walk into this project, into this startup business, I am seeking God, the kingdom. And then I'm holding on my right hand the king, Yeshua, Jesus. And then what Jesus says, when I leave, there's somebody better coming, right? So in this New Testament lifestyle that we have, now we have somebody on our left hand holding hands with Holy Spirit. That's all I needed to do because why? That very vision, that very business is gonna manifest why? Because I'm so close with Jesus and Holy Spirit that they're going to help me get to there. And whoever you hang out with you become. Yeah. So if you're with the king constantly generating that vision to come into the reality. Many people came to me with this idea, and I'm like, how, how long ago do you have that? I say, because you can have such a business plan that God has gifted to you, but if you just put it in a shelf, didn't even care about it, you never even want to know the king or do anything about it, mm-hmm. what, what's the purpose? Mm-hmm. It didn't really serve anything. Mm-hmm. So work on that relationship with Jesus and Holy Spirit, because they will always tell you what the Father wants to do on one step to one step. And the crazy thing, you know, um, God was showing me that, I think like years ago, we had an incubator. And then, um, and I just went through that because I was praying last night. I said, God, what do you want to talk about to people? And then he's like, go to your journal. And I have boxes. <laughs> and I said, like, whoa, where? And then he just highlighted one, I opened it, exactly there. <laughs> and I had my stick figure, and I was like, yes, God. And, and I read it, and it was so beautiful because he highlighted to me the problem in his children's is that they like to do things their way, their will. His perfect will cannot be mixed in with us because he allows us to have a will. Yeah. So God actually cannot enter and help you when you're doing things on your way right. on your own right it's like it's it, he he just waiting so oh god I don't I don't hear you well you already start doing stuff that the way you want it and if what happened is that that vision will get compromised okay. and then that dreams you start you know oh, this is only for me and my friends mm-hmm. or for a set of people so now you're not able to unpack that because you don't have what access to the king and the Holy Spirit because they can't go against to the law that God has created. That you have a perfect will, you can't really get nothing. That's why you're not hearing nothing because you have to check yourself. What part of, of meritony is in a way of God? And that's number one check. Second is that what part of what I think is good is in a way. God does not need our help but just obedience. Yes. Meaning he wants us to just obey to follow him and then a lot of people said, well, I'll follow you halfway, but I still want this. You know, I still want it to go this way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Partial obedience is disobedience. Yes, it is. So it's like, if you don't go 100%, don't go at all because it's the same thing. 99% then it's not 100%. You have to be 100% submission to God when you have those kind of vision because you will waste years and life. And you get frustrated because you're like, why is this business is not multiplying or just causing problem? Why? Because you did it on your way, and God just standing there waiting for you to what? Repent, renounce, and then follow exactly the very blueprint. And sometimes the blueprint that God gives you might be so complicated. Why? Because sometimes we think we're too smart. We know it all. You know, like I've seen it in a business school, in a law school and um, you know they try to change the way you think when because that's always been but that's not the way of God Right. and you have to be careful of those things and sometimes especially for people that has master degree and you know career you're literally not thinking the way of God because you're so programmed mm-hmm. the way to think and you have to really dump everything
0: that you were taught
1: because it's gonna alter what God is doing Or
0: you're going to think that this is what God means, but that's not what God means. Or else you do, like I said, you never take it on. I never took it on. Instead, I said, no, I'm going to share, I'm going to write about, well, you have to write about corporate culture. Well, the kingdom has a culture. You see, as I said before, everything, when I was in school, everything they wanted me to do, I didn't do. I did it the way that the father wanted because he knew first of all I wasn't ever gonna work in corporate America. And but he wanted me to have that degree. I didn't understand it because I thought I didn't want it. I wanted a master's in teaching and education. I didn't want a business degree. It's like for what? I hate business. But I didn't know then about the kingdom's business. So here's your scriptures for this. Everything that she said unless we're supporting everything with that. So first of all, because of uh, Psalm 127, verse one, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. So there you have that guarding, the purity, the guarding of the tr- the treasure that you have been given. You know, a business idea is is a trust from God. It's a treasure that you're carrying. I look at you all the creativity, the abilities that are out here that different people have. Um, you think you think it's just you deciding, hey, I'm gonna learn more about hair or eyelashes, and then I'm gonna learn about muscle structure and, 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 and I, I, I couple it with medical background or or I, I just I just do administrative things but I also do things that pertain to creative in terms of music or drama, or I write, and I sing, and I dance, but I do this, or I love to cook, and I love to do this, or I engage, and I drive a vehicle, but I talk to people, and I engage, and I'm interceding. You see, you're doing evangelistic work. You're doing all the creative things, and yet you're doing them with a mission, with, with a, you could call it a learning kind of experience that you're going through. Here's another scripture I'm going to give us. Um, Galatians chapter 4, verse 19, it goes back to developing the picture that he shows you and praying into it until it's formed. He says, my little children for whom I labor and birth again until Christ is formed in you, the Christ of the business. The, the, because that's where the purity comes from the christ of the business jesus the one who learned obedience through the things he experienced and the things he allowed suffered did not mean that he went through terrible times and he and he and he just had a hard life no the things he suffered were the things that he allowed the lessons he allowed himself to be taught we have to be teachable the apostle baker says this you know teachable and coachable and when it comes to the business, you've got to get the picture from God and then understand that God is going to send those that are seasoned and are assigned to you to help you do it. Too often, what we do is we think, oh, he gave me the idea, so I own it. Well, the moment you own it, you have contaminated it. He owns it. Because that's what Psalm 24:1 says, the earth, the, the, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. We'll give you some other scriptures that you get to go and pray into these and ask them. Go to Mark chapter 4, and let's look at um, the the scripture references are 1 through 14, and also verses 26 through 29. And so in this, when he was talking, and we're familiar with the scripture because it was the parable that Jesus gave about the sower. And in verse 1 where he says that he began to teach by the sea, and a multitude, a great multitude was gathered to him, So much so, he had such a crowd, he had to leave the stage basically, or had to move up onto, higher on the stage. In this case, he got into a boat, and he sat on the sea, and the whole multitude was on the land facing the sea, so the acoustics were amazing. I mean, his voice is just carrying out over the sound of the water. That in itself is very prophetic, just in terms of the voice of the Lord going over the base of the deep. I think that's pretty awesome, but I'm not going to touch that right now. Okay. So it says, then he taught them many things by parables. Why? Lessons. I want you to get lessons in what I'm talking about. We might call them anecdotes or things of this sort. He's giving lessons. And then he said to them in his teaching, so he's teaching, he's giving lessons, and he's training. He's doing all of the components, all of the things that you need to go to... The Holy Spirit Business School, Business uh, Startup School, to learn the ways of the Spirit of God more so than you need to learn the ways of the business that you're going to do. Mm -hmm. You need to learn the ways of the Spirit. You need to learn to hear His voice and to learn how He leads you. Learn how He Moves you. This is all still part of vision because you didn't get the whole thing. You might have got an entire download. You might have got because some people do. that, I wrote it. I went away to a cabin for three weeks or two weeks and wrote the whole thing down. And they got, and they did. But what they did not get is the maturity of execution. Yes. They got the concept. They got the picture. They got the plan. But the but the maturity. That spending that time, even when you come off of the mountain experience and you go to the naysayers and you go to the person that you think, oh, God just gave me my see my shiny little business. Oh, that'll never work. I know somebody, they tried it. It's like you have to refrain from calling them swine. But you don't need to pick up your pearls and get out of their way. Did God tell you to talk to that particular person prematurely? No. And that's a lesson that you learned the first time. Don't go getting in a snit and get your little feelings hurt because bam, it just contaminated it again. You see what I mean? So it's all of the human—not the human emotions, but the demonic influences on the human emotions. Those are the things that we want to keep out, and we do it by staying with the Word and allowing the Word to continue to teach. I'm gonna finish this part and then I'll back up again. Okay, let's close the document. That crazy. All right. And so he taught them, and he said, listen, behold, a sower went out to sow. And he says then, and that it was, it happened as he sowed, some fell by the wayside and birds of the air came and they devoured it, and some did this and some fell on stony ground where it didn't have much earth and it sprang up, and so on and on he goes with the conditions of the world and the economy and the climate. That's what all of that is. And your level of maturity, whether you're gonna come at this as a you're gonna follow the pattern of God as a weos, a mature son, or you're gonna go meandering here and there and trying to be a free spirit, which is a bound up um, individual. It's a child, somebody that does not have the maturity you need. If you've got a need for everybody to know it's you, it's a level of immaturity within us. Oh no, my name's got to be all on it. It's got to, it's got to show everything. that's me. Then it's not him. And so we want to get those kind of things out of ourselves so that, you know, we can go on. So I think you have something to say, and then I'll go back to the scripture. Yeah, the good thing about that, too, is the process is
1: that going back and really spending that time to really get to know God and then really preparing yourself. The position of humility, knowing that he is God, he is Lord, is very important, That, that you really not only understand the concept, but live it and believe it. Because you will accidentally completely take on the position of being God when you're not God. Because mm-hmm. oh I you know, I did this. I'm the old sketch it. <laughs> you know, the enemy's gonna start telling you, like, hey, you know, you should make that business and you know, show off where you come from so they know that you made it. No. You never have to promote yourself. Mm-hmm. That's why I agree with Lanzine. it's like going to school learning all this business stuff, it's all so fake, it's all about marketing, it's all about branding, yeah. but it, it doesn't have a like a soul and spirit within it, like, there's nothing, it's so empty. Yeah. So, when they create all these businesses, it's like they're still what sad, they're still lonely. Why? Because they're they don't have the fullness, they're not mature, they didn't go through the healing that needs it. And then sometimes, God will still delay the process because He want to make sure that you get healed,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you get ready, you grow up fight all your giants. Mm. That every door is closed mm. because that very slight door will bring in more other spirit. There's more to lose when you open up the business. So it's better to do it while you have time Yeah. because when you start owning the business, you're gonna be busy mm. and you don't have the maturity level to really withstand anything that is gonna be part of it. So you wanna make sure that you don't just wild out or give bucket. It, you know, like get an interview, and then you're doing drugs and you know liquor because you can't like handle the pressure because you need to have a thick skin. Mm-hmm. You need to go through that really refining process of God. And you know, people always think it's like, "Oh, God loves where you're going to be going," but He loves the process. Yes, because the process of purification, and creating with you, laboring with you, is that he, that's that's like the most important part that God wants us to be because we're one in one with God, we're creating, and you get to know the Father. You get to know Jesus as King and as your brother, as your savior, your protector. Mm -hmm. And you have Holy Spirit that's comforting you, filling you up, releasing such fire in you so that you can overcome anything that can come. And one of the good thing about God is that He gives you wisdom on what to do and what not to do. And He will give you wisdom, how to even hire the right people, In the meantime God is the more you stay obedient with the process God is already getting your staff your crew ready they're going through the same process because when you're when you're in that pressing in moment with God something changes in the atmosphere that causes because you're technically doing a prophetic act Mm -hmm. that's your faith you believe in what you saw you want it how bad you want it then get on the you know on the floor Get on the position of humility, get down with God, submit everything, surrender, be naked before God. While you're doing that, he's also doing the same thing to the very people that is coming in your way. Because you're just so sold out, you know, that's all you have, and then what happens too? You begin to not only humble yourself so much more, but you begin to just grow in maturity where nothing moves you. So when you open the business, all this attack's going to come. It doesn't face you. And they can see that they can't mess with you. Then also, that character building that God has shows such confidence, yes. boldness. So now, God, God is like giving you such an infusion of his power and authority. Power and authority. So what happened? Your product that you're releasing is going to have such power and authority that nobody, A, can copy it, destroy it or even cheat or steal from it because it's so protective. protected. Yeah, because it belongs to the king, remember? Mm-hmm. You gave it to God, mm-hmm. you honor God, He you went through the process. See, that's the why, word. yeah. And it it's so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so important because now everybody are lazy. They don't have creativity. Creativity come from God. That's we right. are all part of God's creation, but we can also create with the Creator but now we step in in this end time, this new era, where commodity is creativity. Like that means that's the asset. So because bigger. every movie that you've seen, everything that you've seen now, is completely just repeat, repeat, repeat. Every product, it's lame. And then, they're making them God. Yes. When it's like, come on now, it's the same thing since I was in high school. Same <laughs> so they follow, you know, like, they don't have to change the column change the button. It's, it's, it's nothing. It's like you're not really building nothing. You water down your creation because you're not corrected to the Creator. You cannot unpack that because God says He reigns to the just and unjust. Why? Because He is inviting everyone to come and meet the King. And when you meet the King, and you you know a lot of people will tell me, hey, ain't you scared Mary Tony? You know, because some, some companies, some countries are you know full of chaos or whatever. Are you going to be able to continue with all your business and all your projects? I said, yeah. Because whatever I do, it's not my stuff. It's the king's business. So he has to provide protection, open doors, and anything that needs to make it around the world in every nation. I don't have to worry about, you know, um, it's getting, you know, you could say, they say, oh, stock market is up and down. And I don't have to worry about the market. It's going to stay up. Why? Because the way God creates stuff, it never downgrades. It goes from glory to glory to glory. That's when you know you're doing your stuff or God. Because if you're, like, stagnant and you're going up and down, like how we learn from economics, from business, from law, or just observation, that's not of God. They go up and down. Why? It's
0: manipulation. So you touched on something that's really good. Um, while, within the midst of all of this, how are you training? Because we're talking about, you said, lazy. Lazy people don't get ideas, they regurgitate. But you and I, when we're doing business, we're being trained, because most of the time, we're not as disciplined as we like to think we are. Disciplined in your craft, disciplined in your finances, disciplined in in your relationships. All of that is part of the training that pertains to building and creating a business. I mean, even as a writer, um, because writing as a business is solitary, unless you write with a partner. But boy, you've got to be disciplined to get to that computer because you can have all the great ideas you want in your head, they won't go anywhere. They, you know, we, writing process, part of what we do is we take, we take an idea, we nurse it, we'll create an outline and there is an incubation period. I've got a story I'm finally starting to write that I've been carrying for seven years, okay, because it's absorbing information. It's creating characters to the world that's being created through that book is so real that when I sit down to write it, I'm not trying to think about it. I've already seen it. I found it in the Word of God, okay, because everything has to come back. But he, this discipline, this spending time with him, is a training because he's going to say to you, you need to go to this. You need to start rising earlier. You need to start doing this, or you need to start doing that. You're going to find, oh, yeah, when the momentum is great, depending on your temperament, as, a possible, as Dr. Baker would say, depending on your temperament, you might have a little you know, a little hot fuse, and then you fizzle out. Or you're very long term, but you're kind of like a, we'll never make it, kind of person. And so you're going to have to kind of you know you're gonna you're gonna have to get your balance, and that only comes from the Word of God. I'm gonna skip through parts of it, but the training is, is, is essential. The see everything because the scripture that comes to mind to you, it's been given to know. To you, it's been given to tap into heaven's creativity and to see a picture, and you all know that what Elisha or Elijah, Tony Elisha when he was on his way out. If you see this when I go, you can have it. If you can see it, you can have it. But if you're gonna have it God's way, because there's a lot of cheap limitations of God ideas, things that, even technology that we use today, that it, he needed to get it into the earth, but it came through a door that he preferred not to because his people were too religious or lazy. And another part of this, This is really important, it's not a bashing, but it's a a recognition. You've got to get rid of the fear. Yes. You have got to get rid of the fear. Intimidation, um, I'm not comfortable with this, it's kind of embarrassing, I don't like to put myself out. All that's pride. Mm -hmm. And it's empowered by fear. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna have to get it out because it's God's idea. And all of those things are us putting, being used of the adversary to block the advancement of God. And the sooner that we realize that, Jesus said it, he said, he talked about this in Mark 4 verse 21, he said, is a lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed? Is it not to be set on a lampstand? There's your idea. Is a light turning on in you to be hidden or is it to be pulled from the, the kingdom of God to be set where everybody can see it and absorb its light? That's your business idea. He said, "For there's nothing hidden which will not be revealed, nor has anything been kept secret, but that it should come to light. If I'm putting something in you, in the secret parts of who you are, I'm doing it to bring it out of you so that it can benefit others. You see, it's not put in you. God doesn't give you an idea for you to just sit there and go, oh, this is great. Thank you. I have an idea for God. And, and you know, be so cute about it. But well, what is it? Oh, no, I'm not telling you. See, in the world. In business, in school, it's cutthroat and they're scared. They are so scared, they, they, this is proprietary, this is proprietary, the way we fold our toilet paper is proprietary. Everything about, don't you tell them anything about us, don't you give them a, don't you take a selfie in this place, don't you show them our layout, don't you do this, because their security is the same security as everybody else's and it can be breached. Your business is protected by heavenly security in the glory. Your whole everything is in that glory atmosphere of God. And boy, I have things about that, but not here. So then he says, if anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. That's an invitation to you to hear something that to, to key into the frequency of your life and calling. See, because God, Jesus resonates on every frequency of success. What the world calls success, he does not. In the kingdom, it's bringing forth the will of God. That's success in the kingdom. It's not how much money you make or don't make. It's not how all the other things, all the other factors, that you can have all of that. But the true mark of your success is that your testimony is that you please God. Yeah. You see, So we come from a higher, a higher um, level from the very beginning. So when you think of this, he says, for whoever has, to him more will be given. There's another idea. There's your entrepreneurship. Your Can you see how it all starts to, to pull in? And then he says, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day, and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how. You're the ground. Your heart is the ground. For the earth yields crops by itself. First the blade. Okay, so there's your first part of your blood. Then the head. After that, the full grain. In the head. But when the grain ripens immediately, he puts in the sickle because the harvest is done. And that's when God says Go. That's when he says go. Now's the time. Now's the time to launch. Now's the time to do this. And all the people that he's brought alongside of us are, are there to work. It's like, you know, uh, there's a lot. We can talk about it at another time. And then he said, to what shall we like in the kingdom? And, and so then he go on, and he, so he talks about the pictures and the seeds and the plantings of it. So we talked about don't write a business plan. That's what number two there. Don't write a business plan. He says, um, to submit to God for blessing. Get God's plan for your business because it, it's already blessed. You go, That's why you're pulling the business from the spirit realm. You're not taking from the natural earth realm to build a business and then say, God, please bless this. He's like, I told you I want to do something new. I want to do something that's unique. And whatever it is that you're creating, there's always an idea within an idea. And when you bring forth the kingdom idea, there's another kingdom person that's saying, wow, now I understand why I've been dreaming about doing thus and so. Because when you bring forth yours, don't you understand because we're one body, it brings forth the creativity in someone else. And it goes on and on. So don't write your business plan and then submit it to God-written business plans. I know how to write a business plan. I I don't do them anymore. Instead, I get God's plan and go back to step one. So that's step two. Now go back to step one. Develop the picture that he shows you. Pray into it until it is formed in you. And then write what he tells you. And that's the blessed one. And then consider this to be the works of your hands um, that, he, that you do in his name. And there's other scriptures to that. So that he'll do the work through you. Unless the Lord builds the house, you labor in vain. So even though it's our hands that are doing the work, the Lord builds the house. And if the Lord is the builder, he supplies the materials to do the building. See what I mean? Any questions, by the way, before we go in, and please kind of keep them centered on this. Or if you have a question about something that you're doing, let's, let's stay focused on that. And for the people, I'm guessing we're online. And so if anybody has those there, you can either write it in the comments on the page itself, or you can. Uh, those of you that know Crystal, you can go ahead and text her. My question is, like, oh, no problem. Um, my question is for both of you, as business women, how
1: do you um, go about conducting your day, and how did you go about getting the plan from God? Because you said first, you said you don't write the business plans anymore. You don't write it. and Say here, God, like da
0: da um, da da. Because it's been taught that way before by different very good ministers. And uh, maybe they were right for their season or time. I don't know, but anyway.
1: So how do you how, how did you both go about doing that? And um, how do you go about conducting your day? Like, what what do you do? Like, when you get up, is the first thing like you know? Do
0: you do your facial mask or because you know, I take forever just to take a shower. Like, so I'm just. Come on, thanks, my face. All right, Thank
1: you. Yeah. So when I wake up, I just give thanks to God. I don't even move unless I satisfy my father, meaning I'm spending time asking him, what is your agenda? I do know my sister and my plans, multiple ministry and business plans that we have, projects that we're working on, but if he's my king and my lord, he rules the day. So the moment I wake up, I talk to God and say hi, good morning, you know, I just wish I could just stay here and just, you know, caress your face and feel you mm-hmm. intimately. Mm-hmm. Because the business aspect of it is a part of who we are, but not the whole thing. But I give my all to Him. So every day I wake up and I say, God, or I play around, Jesus, where are you? What are you doing today? Mm-hmm. You know, and then you'll see different character from the Father. And I ask, like, you know, what do you have? And you'll see sometimes He'll change your schedule and you have to trust Him and then everything will mold, because everybody said how are you able to you know to do a lot of things but then it's still work in perfection because Jesus himself is perfection I cannot marathon is not perfect but when I am with Christ you see Christ not me he's perfect so whatever I touch for that day will be accomplished will be done perfectly how exactly you want it so I always give thanks, pray, God. and then really, cause you know, our our society said, get up and go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. And it's like I found out that it, spending time with him, it sets the course of the day, mm-hmm. and it pulled the Kairos moment for whatever business I'm working with God, it's all of a sudden he'll surprise me with some open door. Somebody called me, oh, um, I saw your you know your advertisement I want you to just have your business here in my building and I'm like advertisement I do not advertise where oh it's on TV we you know we have a building here we just want you to just you know do it here we just we want to give back to the vision that you were sharing I was like wow like what she said there's no secret because God is going to promote you He's going to advertise you he's going to put you to the right person then I know that we're on the part too, so I'll just ask God every day you wake up, you know. Even, what do you want me to wear? People hate hearing those Come things. Come on, that's right. Is it day you say, oh my God, you ask God, God is so busy. How do you, God is not busy. He's Alpha and Omega. Come on. He's everywhere. So if I want him fully, because what happened is that, The intimacy with God helps you for everything you do. Business is just one aspect. But what we're teaching and imparting to you today is the focus of who our king is. If you're building the father's business, you better know who your father is. That's right. And the more you spend time, every morning you're going to know something new, something new. you're like, well, I didn't think about that. I said, you want me to wear that? You want me to wear it? Sure, I'll wear it. And then... You know, some people will say something about it, but I'm trying, to, what? I'm trying to do what God asks me to do. We don't have to impress God. Right. He loves us ultimately regardless of what we do. He doesn't love our sin, our disobedience, but He loves us. And He will give us exactly what you need to do for day by day. And that is the journey that I learned throughout growing up with God, that that process of just being with Him, giving thanks, it's like the golden rule because he is love. So he wants, he gave us love so he could, we can love him back. And so yeah, that's the first thing on my mind. And I found out that if I don't do that, things all of a sudden, I, I left my keys, my debt, things are just not going well. Yeah. And I was like, wow, and I will stop. And I said, like, wait a minute, I'm gonna take a quick break. Because it's like, you know God, I missed it this morning because my phone. And then you'll find out too, he only allow your phone to ring for the certain conversation that you need to take and his guiding is helping you you know even sometimes that if you don't like working with certain people that you can say negative they don't like your vision I say God you know I believe this but some people don't believe what you have can you please take care of it and then you'll see him move those people out of your way you know you don't have to do it hey this is from God get out of my way you don't know no, because that's Jesus like you follow Jesus and he guides you through the process. Yeah. And it's very important. And I mean and it takes practice because it's like you're not just there trying to make something happen. And even, even if you try in the beginning, you eventually fall in love with a you know, with the God of love because he's so loving that you can feel it. And then when you listen to all of those junk that is out there in the news, you just know like mm, I don't feel like listening to this. Because my morning started so well it's so beautiful and i think some of you guys even uh, shared man God's talk to me everywhere you know here and there i said yes because you started your day and you practice and you found out you become dual citizen and that's what he wanted us to be we are part of his citizen the kingdom and he wants us to be a respectful citizen here because if we do serve him we should be honoring the things of the land, mm-hmm. Because, you know, he's an honorable king. Mm-hmm. So,
0: how about you? How do you wake yeah. up in the morning how do I wake up? Well, of course, they all know I wake up at 4.57 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> or 5 o'clock um, prayer. And I started developing the discipline of staying awake for the prayer because I used to get on the prayer call and kind of fall asleep and go, oh, you missed it, amen, and hang up the phone. But then I thought, wait a minute, this is a moment of time of him in honor. So I started learning how to do that, in my day, um, because I'm a late-night type of person, so I can pretty much be up until midnight, 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning, I actually still get up at 5. I stay on on that call, I stay awake, and then I typically stay awake about another 30 minutes. During that time, I think of it, I guess if I were to think of it, it's my love-making time. I'm not asleep, you sleep? You not sleep either, okay. So this is an intimate time where I may read a scripture or I'll start thinking about something, he'll start speaking in my ear and just kind of give me a, a layout of, of, of things that are going on. I'll go back to sleep some days, some days I don't. Um, but my morning when I awaken, and I, you all, it's kind of funny because I'll say, well, I have to, before I get out of bed, let me think about who I need to forgive and just kind of go through the list of people that I'm going to have meetings with, people I'm going to talk with, I forgive them. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> why? Have they done anything wrong? No. But if they tick me off, they can't tick me off because I've already released forgiveness. And so it's something that I'm walking in so that I don't let the flesh enter in, learning how to deal with people after the Spirit and not after the flesh. But very important in my day, every day, and a and few days that I miss it, it's it's not good for me. So I take communion. And that, when I take communion, I talk to Jesus. That is my intimate time with him. It's, it's a renewal of wedding vows. And when I take that based on whatever scripture it is that, that has come up, um, that sets the tone for my day. If I don't do that, then things do get a little weird for me. And it's like, dang it, I haven't taken, and I've stopped everything. Mm-hmm. I gotta go take communion. And so you, you've been there, and I was like, no, That's it. I have prayer calls sometimes in the morning. I'm on certain types of calls, uh, more so throughout the week now than I used to be. But that cup of coffee that I make, because I really only drink one, I'm kicked back in something comfortable. I've got Bible and books and all kinds of stuff surrounding me. And so my whole day is more so like, okay, am I reading this? Am I watching this? Am I listening to this? Okay, I've got to make this phone call, but the phone call comes out of that time with him. Somebody sends me a text message or something coming up in ministry, you got to do this, or the apostle needs me or calls me, or whatever it is. It's like, okay, then I have to slow everything down as soon as it gets rushed. Because when I rush, I miss keys, I drop things, I break things. So as soon as I feel the, the, the push, you've got to hurry, you've got to hurry, and I know it's not coming from God, everything stops for me. I don't take the phone calls. I don't do anything. He's like, oh, yeah, you split. Okay, then I need the text to text you tell you I need a 10-minute break. I cannot take this call yet because if I come into it without having spent time with him, I come into it in the wrong place. And what I find, and I know you might, again, I, I do consult with people. I've got a few clients I've been behind on, and so I just have to look at, do you really, did, did I take this on in vain? Did I take this on? Was it a pride thing? Oh yes. Do you know, I know how to do this and I know how to do that, or you know whatever it is? So I get my correction more and more. Correction is part of your direction and your instruction, and then you go because it's pretty busy. You know, a couple of days a week I'm out here; the rest of the time I'm out there where I live. But it gets busy because I do a lot of stuff. You know, right there at home, we're doing the production stuff, we're doing the writing stuff, and then you know when I write. Usually, it's late at night. It's in the evening time. Um, I have a creative thing that that's my, uh, you know, and I have music on all day. So I'll take those times to tune into the music, because music can be background, and it's very soothing. But then I'll take time to key into the song that's playing. And that starts to recharge me, or to change things, and to do things. So I think what I'm really saying is I do business in between time with him. He takes precedence over business. Mm-hmm. And then coming from him into that business meeting, into that phone call, into that one-on-one client consultation, into whatever it is. And the business is growing. But I realized, hey, I got to, I have to, I'm not very, I wasn't very well disciplined, not well trained, because I did come from that cockeyed you know, business beliefs. And so I had to strip all of that way and even what we're using tonight for the, what we've been using tonight for this outline this came so easy because Holy Spirit said this is what I want to talk about and this is the way I want to I want to talk to Apostle Mary Tony he's like this is this is like, this is just gonna be so fun it's effortless because he's already prepared it. he knew what to do. We didn't try to you know create. So I had to I just like screen just got rid of all of it. Let's just strip this down. Let me start with teams. I need teams, and you've got people that you want to get involved in this because they have seed that their creativity is a seed that you want to use according to your word, Ephesians six eight. Because what they help make happen for others, you get to now make happen for them. So that's kind of how my day is. It's not. It's it's. I have certain things time clocks. I have like eight alarms on my clock. That go off because you got this meeting at this time. You got to be on this call at this time. You're gonna have the one on one with this person this time. You need to go over there and do the taping. we have been on hiatus for Dr. Baker, but we're gonna go back. You know, we got full production schedule. You got this, and it's like, my God, this is the best life ever. This is everything I ever dreamed about doing, and now I have to learn the discipline of income. You see, because every and it's a great question, Alicia, every aspect of what we do, you can have your creativity and still not get paid. Mm-hmm. You want to get paid unless you're stupid. Was that okay? <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a, that's <laughs> Well, it is, right? I mean, come on, it's dull of understanding that the Lord, Deuteronomy 8, he says, I've given you the power to create wealth because I want my covenant." to be extended. See, it's always gonna go back to him. But I have been dumb, really stupid myself, clueless. He wants to pay me to do these things, but I didn't learn the kingdom way of finance. So I've suffered and been broke, really broke, and sometimes broker than broke, okay? (laughs) And all these other kind of things, and it's like, and then what do you do? You resent it, you think I gotta go get a job, I gotta go do this, I gotta do that, and you push the kingdom stuff away. Because the lack of discipline in listening to what the Holy Spirit wants to teach us. Because he's gonna teach us all aspects of your business. He's gonna teach you the planning and, and, and so forth, the strategies. He's gonna teach you all the, the different pros and cons and you know the things they call that, that they have different words for out there. And yes, I do know them. Okay. Um, okay, I'll do business like your SWOT analysis here strengths, your weaknesses, the trends, the this, the that. You want to learn all that. But he's going to teach you from a different place. You're not looking at the trends that are. He says, I want to create them from you. I don't want you to get in this. I want you to change the atmosphere. But then you've got to learn about money. You've got to learn how to pay the bills that you have on time. You have to learn. These are things that I've learned. This is my training. You see, you have to learn about integrity. You have to learn about being on time. Even for a meeting that they tell you, oh, it's whenever you can come on. You've got, if you're going to be on it, you're on it from the beginning until the end or whatever else it is. You're on time for things. You have a respect for God that is over your respect for everything else because then it sets the tone for it. And then it starts moving us into areas where knowledge is revealed on a greater level. You'll learn to love your craft. You practice. By all means, you practice what it is that you need to do. You go through the disciplines of that. But you always keep Matthew 6.33 as your lead. I seek first the kingdom of God, so I seek first the king, then the king's dominion, and then the other things will be added to me. What does dominion look like to you, Father? And it's a longer answer. I could go on and, and stuff, but I won't because we're um, almost out of time, so what did you like?
1: And I love that she um, highlighted the identification throughout the process. You learn from just hanging out with God, the business, what it really, the full aspect of it, and what I love about it too is like, uh, you know, kingdom mindset really change you and become more whole. You know, it doesn't allow you to just be halfway. God will take you through the process so that you can get healed and can get it done because it's the success of who you are. And you'll find out in Matthew 5, verse 13 to 16, is that your business identification, this is what you are called to be. Then you start realizing that you actually have the anointing and the function that's already embedded in you, that the very thing that you're doing was already appointed to you, Mm -hmm. was designed for you. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to worry about it if people steal it, because it's not in their metro, in their level, and their calling, it's not gonna go anywhere. But when you have the project and begin to work on it, it's gonna multiply because it, your name is embedded in that project. And then God's kingdom, it's all over it. And then what happened is that you're not only gonna be whole, the people that is working with you will be successful, they're gonna love to come to work, the people that's buying your product are being changed, why? Because you're not only creating a product, but you're creating something that impact the society, that influence, you know, your neighborhood, your atmosphere. So it's so much more and it can carry on in so many generations. You know, because that's how God and it blesses so many people. Limitless possibility. Then the overflow comes because you were a good steward with that one vision, yes. that one project. Right when you're birthing your project, God is already bringing in a second one, and a third one, and a fourth one. Why? Because He saw that you had faith to believe that that it's yours, and that it's going to come to pass. And don't stop until you physically feel the manifestation of your project, yes. regardless how long. And there's not a set formula for it. Why? Because God builds. With every single one of us, it will take me a certain time. It will take a certain time, and even your vision number one, two, three will not have the same process. No. Why? Because you are now on another level. So I built that now. Like what we are focusing today is to to get to the maturity, to have the stature of Christ, and then later I started to go through with the second project, and it's building something about my priestly anointing mm-hmm. lifestyle. Then the third project brought me to the kingly lifestyle. you know. And then the third, and he keeps building you up. And then that's the exciting thing about building with God. It's fun, it's exciting. And I remember, honestly, when I was working back in the day, I mean, I'm, I, you know, I'm like, I thought I was like, oh, so smart. You know, working in New York since a young age. Mom, oh, I'm retiring, age of 21. But you know what, I look stressed as heck. Yeah, everything looks good. But I was really trying to go in a race that I didn't belong to. Because yeah. the world was using and abusing me. And I was crying, God. And God was like, look, you can use and abuse because you wanted to, like what she was saying. we make those mistakes doing things for free. Why? Because part of the poverty mindset, oh, so we can fit in. Oh, so that we can you know, get ahead of the game. But then you know what? Every time I go back to a corporate world, I'll like, say, what am I thinking? I've been in a, you know, like in that level. And I remember I played that race. Because I I was so excited that i am always get to the top. And then I thought it was me. Because you're surrounded with this man system that allows you to think that you did it by yourself. And then all along, that it was embedded in me. That means I don't have to go into that that race, be used and abused, compromise what I believe, when I
0: actually belong for a much greater purpose. And you said something really powerful. In the world, you try to get to the top. In mm-hmm. the kingdom, you are already in this heavenly Christ yeah, state. You're already a victorious. So it's coming, from, so it, it's coming from, mm-hmm. from above, down into. Whereas in the world, you're striving to climb a ladder. But in Him, you're already seated. in. in, in. So see, position is important. I want to. This has so much fun. Yeah, um, it's really good. We're, we're about excited, out of time. But I want to just recap and give you just the, the um, I think we pretty much covered the intro points, but I'm going to kind of give you the rest of the scriptures. And if you all have questions, my suggestion is that you write those down because when Apostle Baker is back and Apostle your There's you're going to have all kinds of cool stuff okay, coming through. So here again, at the beginning, vision. It begins with the vision. It begins with what God's showing you what he wants to do. Through you, okay, and then Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. You're going to develop the picture that he shows you. You're going to pray into it until it's formed within you. Mark chapter four. I just say go ahead and read Mark chapter four, um, verses one through twenty nine, if you want. And there's different things. Remember that's a, an outline of how business works. But he, all of these things don't write a business plan to submit to God for blessing. And as you um, we all learned that, um, but. I understand a lot of times we took things from the way the world did them and then we tried to sanitize it. And um, in business school, you learn to write the plan, okay? But in the kingdom, you learn to write the vision and make it plain. That's the scripture, write the vision and make it plain so that those that read it can run from it. So your plan's gonna come from the vision. You're not going to create a plan uh, and then create a vision. That's not the way it works, not if it's kingdom. Then you're going to get God's plan uh, for your business because it's already blessed. It's what he's already said. And it's come, you know the the business is real because you have a vision for it. Mm -hmm. And when you see it, you know that he's called you to realize it, to bring it into the visible, what we call manifestation. Consider this to be, this assignment is the work of your hands that he's going to do. He watches over to perform it. And your mindset needs to come in alignment. And that's Romans 12, I can't read that. Romans 12, 9 through 21. Because there was something in this that um, we're going to end in a few minutes. But I, do, I, I think that you all need to see, we need to see this. Romans 10, I mean 12, 9 through 21. Okay. And I'm going to go through these other steps real quick and I'll come back to that. The next big part is submission. This is the second step. Everything else was part of the, for submission. That's your, yes, Lord, I will do your will. That is your acceptance of vision. That is your acceptance and activation of, we call them promises. I like to call them plans. They pleasure God. It's what he wants to do. And so when you submit, you've just come into partnership with God, saying, yes, Father, let's go, Daddy says, let's go to the park. We says, we're going to the park, and we're going to swing, and we're going to play. And he says, actually, I was going to have a picnic for you. Did, oh, okay, let's just do what you had in mind to do. That sounds like a lot more fun to me anyway, right? So, yes, what I will do your will. And there are biblical examples of that. Um, here, I, here I, here am I, am just going to give you quotes. Here am I, Lord, send me, Isaiah, right? Um, Speak, Lord, your servant hears. Who is that? Samuel. Um, behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me as you spoke. Mary. So there are people in, in, in those cents, and when they heard from God, they said, I'm gonna go with your plan. David did that. Many of them did that. And so you in this 21st century, you and I, we do this too. And your posture that puts you in a posture of humility and makes you teachable and coachable. Okay. Um, it also postures you in a place of willingness and obedience, isn't that Isaiah 1? If you be willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. So this is that. Deuteronomy 8:18 8, comes in there. Um, you're deciding up front. This is you've got to decide up front who's in charge. Is God in charge or are you in charge? And that takes us back to unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain. who build it? If God is in charge, God is in charge. It's that simple, okay? He, he, if he's in charge, he's in charge. If he's king, he's king. If you want to be in charge, he's not in it. He's not in it. You just told him, I don't need you as a partner. Okay, you said it. He didn't. All right. Your business identification, which you just read, Matthew 5, 13 through 16, That's what you were called to be. And this is building within your metron. You're not going to be received everywhere. Jesus went places to do works. He couldn't do great works because they didn't want to accept him. So he kept going, but to the the few that were there in the region that would allow him to do. This is where that apostolic thing comes. Because see, fivefold, I would love to get into it if you can't, fivefold ministry, the fivefold, that hand, is everywhere in the business plan in kingdom business. You will find the apostolic, prophetic, pastoral, the teacher, the uh, evangelist, it's all in the business plan. You've got to have all five in order for this to really start fitting into place. And then you go where you're sent, where the works of your hands are established and anointed to prosper. That's Deuteronomy 28:12 and Psalm 90, verse 17, that talks about it. That's all I can give you from that. But Romans, you want to read it? Um, Romans chapter da, 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 what, 12, verses 9 to 21. you want to read it? What do you want mm-hmm. to not okay not So in Romans 9:12, it was said to her, the older shall serve the younger. And as it is written, Jacob, I have loved, but Esau, I have hated. All right? Um, what shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? Certainly not. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whomever I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whoever I will have compassion. What did they do? They pulled from an old covenant and brought it into the, 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 the understanding of who God is in this time. They were saying, listen, back then you knew him a certain way. He hasn't changed. But because of Jesus, the grace of God is able to be extended to us on a level that we didn't have before. We have access to him differently. This is what he was saying. So then it's not of him who wills nor of him who runs, but it's of God who shows mercy. So this is your mistakes. We blew it, oh golly. Go back and let him do it. You're not going to get fried with an electric boat. For the scripture says to the pharaoh, For this very purpose I've raised you up, that I may show my power in you, and that my name may may be declared in all the earth, even in the unrighteous. But how much more? See, the transfer of wealth comes. We're looking for the transfer of wealth through uh, just offerings, and we're looking at Christians oftentimes to give. But if you want the wealth of the wicked that has been stored up for the just and create the businesses that the wicked will come to. You create the products that they will pay the money for, and that's the wealth transfer happening, okay, on that level. So he said, you'll say to me then, why does he, am I reading the right, I'm reading the wrong thing, I'm sorry. I'm reading Romans 9. I meant to go to 12, but it oh, yeah. good, wasn't it? I still got it out of Wow, okay. It's additional. Let love be without hypocrisy. This is your posture. This is your attitude. Abhor what is evil and cling to what is good. Apostle talked about that at the very beginning. The type of business that you have is not going to promote evil. It is not going to be detrimental to the character of other people. And another thing you're not going to do when you build that business, you are not going to um, you're not going to criticize and fault find and treat other businesses as though they're a political candidate that you were supposed to tear apart. God is not in it. He's not in. it. Okay, be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love and honor, giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence. See, there's your training, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints, giving to hospitality. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. There's no competition in kingdom business. Nobody, if they're doing the exact same type of is, they're not your competitor. No, you're taking different areas of territory. Okay. Um, do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Oh, there's a lot of repentance. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. And if it's possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but give place to wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine, and I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, this is how you treat him, eat him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink, for in so doing, you he will heap coals of fire on his head. You will warm him, you will bring him, you will take care of him in a wilderness situation. Do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good. That's the purpose, that's the hallmark if you will. that's the mission statement of every kingdom business, for the will of God, for the kingdom of God to be seen, and for the expressions of it. It will flow in righteousness, peace, and joy, and we will be changed, and all the better for it. Yeah, have closing remarks, that's all I have to say. And once you
1: begin to build your business with God, remember to tie. Many people forget, once they start making that money, they don't even give anymore to their churches or the kingdom purposes. And then second, just because it's a kingdom business or Christians, doesn't mean you only hire a Christian. You're supposed to hire everyone and let them get saved through the salvation of your reflection, having to show them what Christ looked like at your job. Having them experience the atmosphere and the presence of the Holy Spirit when they come to work. Having them to unpack, because what happened is that when you're all submitted to God, what happens is that all of your employee creativity will open. They become who the leader is. So it's best to start right, yeah. honor the king, ties to your ministry, and make sure that you're impactful and influential within your community. And then the people that is with you is going to grow. And like she said, be open to receive because God is training them. And that's what making disciple is. So now you do the expansion because the people are now wanting to become like you. And you are an example of Christ in them. You're the closest church that they have. you know. So it's important to hire people and not you know, criticize them at oh, all. I only want Christian. No. You want to hire everyone that God loves and cares for. And you'll find out when you mentor those people, they're like the very people that you needed. That was also ordained and destined to be. You're like sidekick, your side partners. And, you're then, the you, yeah. for them. and then yeah. you begin to build in other places. Yeah, and, and there's a know, difference
0: between an employee and a partner. It's not the same. Okay, it's not the same. They're coming to your dominion atmosphere. Partner, that's a totally, no, not being <clears throat> equally unequally yoked with unbelievers, but definitely, definitely higher. That's your evangelism. And no fear,
1: like you said, no fear. And then allow yourself, make mistakes, grow, because those are part of the process. To just show you, to humble you, that he's king, and you're like the assistant manager. He's the manager of the entire company. Always and forever. It's not going to be like, oh, one day you'll be God. You know, so people say, oh, I'm going to do it, and then they they forget, you know. So, yeah, those are pretty much... What we want to impart to you, and we just thank the Holy Spirit to even uh, allowing us to be a tool, to be a mouthpiece of God, to share that, not only to you guys, for the people that's online, but for those that are going to be watching later, but the vibration that is being spoken in the atmosphere here at the Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. That the change is here, that the king is here to take dominion, whether they like it or not. We will rule, you know? And so, your perspective of having come from the kingly, anointed, victorious position when you're making the business plan with God. Not from the poverty mindset that I have to work hard, no. We don't have to please God. He's, he's pleased when we're hanging out. You don't have to try to show and make extra. Noah did not make two boat, you know. <laughs> it's like he just followed step by step. But if he missed or did extra, that is not going to be successful. You know, so you have to, those are like very important. That was the beginning of a new beginning because he stayed in obedience on how to build the ark. If he says, well, I feel like this is cuter if I make it like a (laughs) skydive. No, like, yeah, no, do exactly what God says and who God wants to come in that ark. So who wants God to come into your business plan, into your business? You know, so that's that's really, this has really okay. been a blessing for me being here. You know, I thank Dr. Baker and Pastor Lansing for allowing me to be even here, to be freely be used and be led by God a thousand percent, you know, because there's freedom to speak his words, back it up, because we become like who
0: we hang out with. So I thank you so much for this well, opportunity. I thank you, because
1: I've had
0: an amazing time tonight. Yes. I, I've learned a lot. <laughs> Yeah, this is,
1: because yeah, I think seeing vision in so many things, and God is pleased, and it's just, you know, having to see you guys and see that, you know, and this is all a bunch of business people, you know, right. that so is the Builder, yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to release a prayer over, she's going to, but I'm saying we. Yes, yes, <laughs> definitely, because when there's two of our God, our God is in and the apostolic so, so we we'll 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 over your businesses, over the ideas, over the visions, that we're learning, all the things, it was like, oh, we went too fast, we went too fast, no, it's all right. Just slow down. Your spirit caught it even if your brain did. And the Holy Spirit's job is to remind you. Yes. Focus on the
1: relationship with God. And then Holy Spirit, can bring it out. and then you remember. Sometimes you just know it. And you say, hey, I thought, you know, I don't have my notebook. You know, mm-hmm. I don't have my notes. And then God will bring it to your memory when it's time. So sometimes when you don't remember things because it was not time, He just wants to have that intimacy time with you. And then just trust the process so i definitely want to pray over you and activate you and also cleanse you know the atmosphere and things and whatever that is hindering you so right now in the name of the father son and the holy spirit we'll just release right now god your kingdom blueprints god father your identity that is embedded in each one of us god father your kingdom business plan god your generational well, God, your transfer, well, God, Father, the solution for this society, God, that is dying, Father, the one that brings life right now, God, and more abundantly, God. So, Father, right now, I pray such blessing over each one of us, and for all the people that is listening, hearing, even watching, God. Father, I pray not only that they will be blessed, God, that they will not see. Just such clear vision but you will do it with them God it will be such a smooth transition God father quicken their spirit God increase their discernment in the name of Jesus I plead the blood of Jesus over their hands over their ears over their mind God to have a mind of Christ and father I activate the kingdom blueprints God so father the ancient plans that you always want us to see things God Father, I pray for signs, wonders, and miracles come to pass over their life. Father, I pray not only they will have an overflow blessing over their lives, for their family, in the place that they will go, God, that they will just not only do this one business plan, but forever and ever to continue build for you, God, for the expansion of your kingdom, God, for the sole purpose to reveal your heart, your truth, your righteousness, and holiness, God. So, Father, I thank you, God, that everyone here is a master kingdom builders, God.
0: And I release
1: that, God, open heaven over their lives, open doors over their lives, and open window above them, God. Because the window, God, comes from you, God. And I close every door that is not of God in the name of Jesus. And I push back any block, any blockage, God, any curses god we cancel every curses god every sickness disease and even stagnant god father every fear we break god we break everything that needs to be broken that is not of god that came all the way back to adam and eve god that it will be broken from their mom from their dad from their place that they grew up god let them have the blueprint that you have assigned for them god Father, I even pray for an expedite process, God, of their healing and growth. Expedite process for them to build it, God. And, Father, when they're building it, Father, I speak supernatural, supernatural increase, God. That they will just see, God, that the builders that they're going to partner with will just build so fast. That they will be favored in the land. They will be favored in the uh, community. They will be favored in the government. And they will be hidden, God. For all the mess that is going on in this world, God. So, Father, that they will be separated, God, but they will be the light, God. So, right now, I declare and decree, I say a 60 over each one of them, God, that they will arise and shine, God, because now the time of this filth and this darkness has covered the earth. Now, it's our time to shine and arise, God. And I speak into their spirit to rise up in the name of Jesus release boldness release fire glory of God the boldness of Yeshua, Yeshua God the boldness of the line of Judah God over them yeah so father I thank you that you will not only increase the power and authority you've given them God but you will increase their discernment God yes. so we seal this God in the name of Jesus and we release glory God thank glory you, God, God. deliverance over them God it will be a quick in God Father, I pray, God, that we're not only going to dream about it, see, but we actually begin to live life in your fullness, God. So, Father, I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. Thank you. I thank you, God. Thank you. I thank you, God. Thank you. I, thank you, God. Thank
0: you. I thank you, Abba. Thank you. I thank you, Abba,
1: for the love you, and love and love Jesus. and the abundance, the abundance Jesus. of rain that you are really see yes, over there right Lord. now. Lord. Yeah. Abundance of rain, yeah. God. Yeah abundance of rain God us, and father thank we sent forth the angels right now to cleanse the place God where they're gonna be building this place this projects there's businesses there's anything that they're working on I even release the angels over their homes father to begin to pack 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 and get ready to go with you God so father I thank you so much God I thank you so much God that their family will see it come to pass God that the world will see it come to pass God Father, I thank you so much, God, thank that whatever Lord. they're building here, God, will be built in heaven. Yes. And I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Woohoo! Thank you, and Jesus. Lord, thank, God. God. Thank, God. thank you, Jesus. Thank
0: you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Well, thank for for you Jesus. With the astounding love and more than enough ministries, people, we are uh, You can go ahead and release your tithes, your offerings, your seeds trades, whatever it happens to be. And we're also releasing thanksgiving to God to yes. fight thank that is our apostle. Thank we thank Jesus. you for the healing power yes. that was coursing yes. through her veins, the resurrection yes. power, and her decisions yes. and determination that she will not be halted nor shall she falter. Right. We thank praise Jesus. you and thank you for that. We thank you for the Aaron yes. and the Her that lift up her arms on the left yes. and the right. Father, yes. I yes. thank you for those that have been assigned to assist, to walk with her, to talk with her. I thank you for every apostolic release, the gathering of the apostles around her and the prophets around her, and that this is destroying the yokes of bondages and sicknesses and diseases all over this nation, all over this world. We bless you and praise you for her faithfulness. We thank you for your goodness and kindness toward her. We thank you that more and more praises are being lifted up in the earth this day. Father, we bless you. It's just a day of thanksgiving. It's a day of praise and worship. There is never a day when you should have praise or worship or thanksgiving withheld from you. And we thank you that this is part of the turn that has taken place in this ministry. That we will not cease or fail to have a praise upon our lips, a testimony within our hearts, testifying of the goodness of God Hallelujah in, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you. We're going to receive and have the ministers come and they're praying. If you're giving online, I'm sure that one of our team members most likely has already given you all the giving information. So uh, we want to say all kinds of cool stuff to you. But again, if you've got questions and you have anything else that you want to know about this ministry and all that, please, please put it in the comments or please contact us at the website www.mteminc.org because tonight is more than enough in the streets tomorrow night is astounding love but again www.mtem.org mteminc.org and contact us and then go ahead and pose your questions you guys come forward so they can see you so this is minister Daniel and this is minister nicole step on forward so you are it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> thank you. Father, we thank you for this evening. As we seed in and then we tie, we line up with the prayers that have went forth, Father God. This evening, Father, we thank you for this time. We just praise you and worship you for all that
1: you're doing. I pray that these seeds would multiply, multiply in the hearts and also multiply in the fruits, Father. In the name
0: of Jesus, we give you the glory, all honor and praise. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So we want to thank you again. Awesome. Thank you
1: thank you, so thank you so much. We just can't wait to see Dr. Baker. We speak life over her. Yeah. And thank God for whatever the enemy meant for evil, we turned to good, that she's gonna have come back with quick comeback with such an amazing praise report. So I can't wait to hear great things. So, so I, I
0: was excited. So. I expect her back next week. So yeah. Um, meanwhile, thank you all for joining us tonight. Yes, I do invite you to tomorrow night where we do Kingdom Conversation. We don't even know all what we're gonna talk about, but I'm very excited because one week from tomorrow, I'm gonna to have a special guests from another ministry that's gonna come and join us. So we'll tell you more about that tomorrow. So you were blessed. You know that, you're really blessed. You are loved. You seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else is added to you. So on behalf of Dr. Baker, really telling it like it is. This is myself, Munzee Lee, yeah. and Maritoni Emma. Emma, sorry. And we have been here to really tell it like it is. We say God bless you, and we'll see you next time. Woo-hoo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.